everybody, and welcome back to the Dr. Greg Jones Optimization Academy, where I get to speak to normally my favorite innovators in health and science and beyond. But today you get me and another installment of our crash course. And today we'll be talking about how to be safe and effectively use two of the most talked about uh, weight loss medications or peptides on the market, semaglutide and terzepatide. So welcome to the crash course, and we'll get right to it. So for those of you that have been using these peptides for weight loss, you know, I want to make sure if you have not, you understand the difference between the two. So semaglutide is the one that you've probably heard the most about, also goes by Ozempic and Wagovi. So semaglutide is a GLP-1 agonist or a glucagon-like peptide. And what it does is it stimulates what's called the incretin effect. Now what this means is that it does has four kind of major mechanisms of action, but um, from an insulin perspective, what it does, it makes sure your blood sugar doesn't get too high or too low by it. what it does with that is when you eat, it makes sure you release the sufficient amount of insulin to lower your blood sugar. And when you're not eating, it suppresses another hormone called glucagon, which prevents your blood sugar from getting too high. When that kind of in English means that it prevents your blood sugar from getting too high. And that, as you know, high levels of blood sugar or insulin resistance are known as diabetes, but also can increase inflammation. And that is the other um, great mechanism of action and why we sometimes use this peptide for people who don't want to lose weight for anti-aging benefits and longevity benefits is because it controls insulin or reduces, sorry, one of the reasons we love to use it in this manner is because it decreases inflammation. Now, this is the cycle I talk to my patients about all the time. How inflammation can increase obesity and obesity can increase inflammation. So you're stuck in this circle or this loop or vicious loop and semaglutide helps to break that. Now, another thing that it does, it actually slows down gastric emptying. So it slows down the rate at which food leaves the stomach. So people tend to feel full longer. And last but not least, it decreases cravings. So those who are, you know, chronic snackers, we like to call them, helps prevent that need to always eat. Now, that being said, now terzepatide is a uh, GLP-1 agonist combined with a GIP-1 or glucose-dependent insulotrophic polypeptide. Big fancy words. What it means, it does a lot of the same things that semaglutide does, but it actually has a stronger anchorton effect, so actually it works better. Now, terzepatide in this weight loss world will cause people to weight, lose weight faster and also has less side effects at higher doses, and we will get into these side effects here in a bit and talk about how you can manage them and which of these two may be best for you. Now, when it comes to semaglutide and terzepatide, there are people who should never use these medications, like not at all. Never, ever, ever. First on the list is if you have a history of medullary thyroid cancer, you should never use this medication. Second, if you have a history of pancreatitis or pancreatic cancer, you also should never use these medications. Now, one that uh, you don't hear a lot about, and it's not, ne not necessarily on a lot of literature, is history of gastroparesis. So if you have a history of that, you should never use these medications because one of the effects is that it slows down gastric emptying, and that can be severe if someone has a history of gastroparesis and they get a relapse of that. Another thing that you'll see in the literature and that we also don't advise, if you are on another insulin-lowering medication or a diabetes medication like metformin, for example, should never use either one of these peptides. Now there's another group of people that we say you should be cautious when it comes to using these medications. Now should be cautious because, again, we didn't talk about this earlier, is that it, one of the ways it works is by working on the, um, pancreat on the pancreas and insulin secretion, but it does also have an effect on amylase and lipase, so if you are someone who has a history 
history of excess alcohol use or don't have any intention of cutting back on the booze, I highly recommend you uh, speak to your provider about it, but also be very cautious because, again, one of those risks is pancreatitis. And then if someone's already drinking, you know, and now you're taking semaglutide and terzepatide, again, some people are sensitive to it, it can actually cause an elevation in amylase and lipase. Now, important. Now, one of the things we do here at my clinic is we will um, frequently check our patients' amylase and lipase while they're on semaglutide to make sure that they are not, the pancreas is not freaking out or getting inflamed or reacting negatively to these medications. But this is important because you want to run those labs faster because if you're eating, because amylase does help our body break down carbohydrates and lipase will help you break down fats, you can see a transient spike in these. And so you don't want that to be mistaken for any type of effects that your pancreas is having while on these medications. The other thing we talk about is that if you have a history of reflux or GERD, I also want you to be cautious with using these medications because one of the side effects of semaglutide and terzepatide is reflux, right? So if you've been dealing with that and it's not under control, I would definitely be cautious before we start either one of these medications. One of the other things I'm very cautious about in our patients if they have a history of gastrointestinal symptoms. So if you have a history of nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, constipation, abdominal pain, I want people to be very cautious about starting semaglutide. In fact, we want to recommend that you have these things under control before you even start. Now, I've kind of talked about this kind of in a roundabout way, but there are certain very common side effects of semaglutide and terzepatide. Um, these medications can be very hard on the gut, hard on the GI system, so some of those common side effects are nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, constipation, and reflux. And also some people have mentioned that they can get headaches and uh, lightheadedness or dizziness with these medications. And a lot of times that's because, again, these medications will decrease your appetite and decrease cravings. We want to make sure you're still eating when you're on these peptides because that can contribute to lightheadedness or dizziness associated with hypoglycemia. Now, that being said, if we know that these gut side effects are uh, prevalent in a lot of patients, and not everyone, right? We have patients that are on very high doses and they just don't get the side effects, right? But when it comes to increasing your dose, I always take the position in my clinic that if you have a single side effect that's not going away, what I mean by that, you inject your peptide, you get a little bit of nauseous, okay, that's not so bad, hopefully that'll pass, but if you're getting nauseous with every single injection, then a couple things we may look at doing. One is that we're not going to increase your dose in a you know, significant or aggressive manner, and also we may either lower the dose or keep you at the same dose, right? Or, you know, on a more severe or extreme case, if the nausea or the gut side effects are extreme, we just stop the medication and look at other um, types of treatments that can help with weight loss and decreasing inflammation. This goes back to the point of how to safely increase your dose. Now, here at our clinic, standard you know, kind of increase in dosing is 0.25 milligrams every four weeks. So you may start at 0.25, go to 0.5, go to 0.75. Well, we, one thing we do here is we like to check in with our patients every four weeks or so, right? Because A, we don't want you having side effects and we're not doing anything about it. You're just kind of like flopping in the wind. But two, it allows us to increase your dose safely. So if someone's not having any side effects, they're feeling great, they're getting all the benefits, then yes, we'll, we will increase a little bit more aggressively. But if you are having side effects, uh, kind of, you know, feeling a little off with it, then maybe we would just increase a little bit slower. Maybe we increase by 0.05 milligrams or 0.1 milligrams or don't increase at all. Once again, it's about being safe. Yes, the benefits are great. And it's great to lose weight, but also we don't want you, well, we also don't want you feeling crappy in the process. So that being said, those are things to look out for, right? So making sure that, you know, that, hey, that we do know that nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, these gut side effects are common with semaglutide and terzepatide, but also being smart about the increase. Now, one thing we have noticed is that these side effects seem to be a lot less at higher doses with terzepatide. So if you're a patient who uh, is looking to increase your benefits, getting great benefits from it, we know terzepatide is a little bit more effective and actually a lot more effective in weight loss. And also, okay, 
that you know has that effect of not having the side effects being as severe, then that might be the option for you. Now, before we get you out of here, I want to talk about long-term success with semaglutide and terzepatide. One of the things that I'm very, very passionate about is that you come to our clinic. It's not about just putting you on uh, either one of these peptides. It's about making sure we take care of the whole person. That means we want to make sure your hormones are optimized, you're eating healthy, you're working out, you're drinking enough water, you're minimizing stress, you are getting enough sleep, all these things that can contribute to weight loss outside of diet. Uh, they say diet first part but again it needs to be a whole person approach because my position is that if you don't address the whole person and you're on semaglutide or trisepatide when you decide to stop or lower the dose I think the weight's coming back because we need to make sure that you're in a position for long-term success I am not in a position or I have no desire to keep people on semaglutide or trisepatide their entire life when it comes to weight loss we use it to help uh, if you're having stubborn weight loss or having issues with inflammation, but the goal is not to be on these for life, right? So we want to make sure that you're in a position to succeed long term. And that's it for today for this crash course. If you have any questions on safely using semaglutide or terzepatide, make sure you talk to your primary care provider or the practitioner who has prescribed that to you. For more information on us and what we do here, please go to InnovativeWellness.com or email us here at the clinic at info at InnovativeWellness.com. This is Dr. Greg Jones, and this has been a crash course.